Welcome to A Bigger Life, where you can break through the distractions, stop, listen, and speak to God in prayer. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you use the Bible as your conversation with God so you can live a bigger life. Psalm 35 is a little different than other psalms in one big way, and that is the, almost the whole psalm is David talking about God dealing with the evil people in his life that are against him. Now, lest we think this is something a long time ago in a culture far, far away, the reality is we live in a world where real evil exists. Evil is real, and people are evil. There is a certain level of evil in everyone. There are some people, however, who have given themselves over more than others, so to speak, to bring evil in other people's lives. They're bent on people's destruction. They want to bring evil. They're motivated to bring evil. They're motivated to bring destruction. They get incentivized to harm people. And David had that situation where Saul was greatly incentivized by the spiritual forces of evil, specifically says it in 1 Samuel chapter 16, other chapters where Saul was specifically being tormented by an evil spirit to bring evil against David and tried to kill David because of it. I think the same kind of thing happens today. Now, what I'm not saying is that everybody who is against us is demonized in some way. What I am saying is there are forces of evil If you have a biblical worldview, you have to believe that. Jesus dealt directly with those forces of evil, spoke to them, cast them out of people. There are forces of evil that are involved in some way in bringing evil in people's lives and incentivizing people to be agents of evil. And so the question when you come to Psalm 35 is, are there people who are against you? They they seem incentivized to do you harm. They, they want evil for you. They want to bring destruction. They want to harm you in some way. I'm not talking about people you have conflicts with necessarily. We all have conflicts. You can't be with other people and not have conflicts. So if you have a marriage conflict, I'm not saying your spouse is bent on bringing evil. We all become agents of evil when we give in to our pride refuse to be humble, refuse to love, give in to our self-centeredness. And so I'm not talking about an us versus them kind of thing, but I am talking about something that's beyond the normal conflicts, conflicts that we usually work out through conflict resolution, forgiving people, asking them to forgive us. There are conflicts that go beyond that where people want to bring evil and there's no way to bring peace. We can't seem to apologize enough or humble ourselves enough to where they're less incentivized to harm us in some way. And so it could be human, but it is definitely spiritual. So when we come to Psalm 35, if you can't think of human beings that are against you, then think of it in terms of what is for sure real And that is there are spiritual forces in the spiritual realms, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6, that are against you. That is where our fight, that is where our struggle is. So you can see Psalm 35 in the context of that. I believe 
Psalm 35 was written by David in the context of Saul trying to kill him. And I think the lesson here for us is that David takes this to God, that he's asking God to fight his battle against evil. If you read the story in 1 Samuel, David refused to kill King Saul when he had plenty of opportunities because he saw it as something that was in the hands of God that he wasn't going to take it into his own hands to commit evil against Saul. I think it's a great example for us. The gospel changes. It affects how we see our conflicts with people and even people who are committing evil against us, just as evil was committed against Christ. And we read in Romans chapter 12, verse 17, the Apostle Paul says, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. So verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So this is what we're called to do. We're called to treat people with love, humility, do good to them, bless them, even if they curse us, even if they want to commit evil against us. Our role is to be people who are seeking peace with everyone every way possible. However, there is a place for taking our conflicts with people that are against us to God and let God ask God to deal with them for us. That's what David does in Psalm 35. Let me read a few verses. Verse 1, David says, Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Now, it's clear here that David is saying they're against me. They're fighting against me. They're contending against me. So, God, I ask that you would contend with them. I ask that you would fight against them. This is something that David is taking to God. When we have conflicts, I think the best thing to do is exactly this, that we take it to God. God, this person is against me. I pray that you would fight this battle for me. I'm not going to fight against them. I'm not going to do harm to them, but I pray that you would fight my battle, that you would prevent them from successfully bringing harm to me. Verse 4, let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. Let them be like shaft before the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Now, David here is talking about an angel being part of his conflict, driving his enemies away and causing them to not be able to devise evil against him. I think that's a perfectly appropriate thing for us to say, that this is a spiritual world, and I think it's a, a legitimate thing to say, God, I pray that you would send your angels to protect me, to not let evil come upon me or my family. Verse 11, malicious witnesses rise up. Verse 12, they repay me evil for good. Verse 17, how long, O Lord, Will you look on, rescue me from their destruction? Verse 20, for they do not speak peace. They devise words of deceit. Verse 22, you have seen, O Lord, be not silent. O Lord, be not far from me. Awake and rouse yourself from my vindication, from my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether who rejoice at my calamity. This is verse 26. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves against me. 
the whole psalm is this kind of thing. And the point I think that you and I can take from this is that it's okay for us to ask God to fight our battles. In fact, it's a a much better thing to do than to try to fight these battles ourselves, to try to repay evil with evil. Rather, let's repay evil with love. Let's not return wrath for evil. Let's return love for evil and let God fight our battles. But we have to take it to God. We have to take these kinds of horizontal conflicts vertically and see God as the one who allows what he allows and that he would protect us, that he would fight our battle, that we would take our struggle to God, and that we would be specific, that we would specifically ask God what we want him to do, what we need him to do. Is there somebody who is bent on our destruction that we want God to turn back? We want God to turn them away. However he can do it, or wants to do it, we ask that they would not be successful in bringing destruction against us. And then we wait on God to fight our battle. We don't return evil for evil. We let God do what he's going to do, but we're trusting him for his protection, but we're asking him, we're praying to him, we're being specific what we want him to do, and we're conversing with God about this emotional struggle. This is an emotional struggle when we know somebody wants our harm. And they're either bringing up malicious witnesses or gossip about us, or they're seeking to bring evil in our lives in some way. This is emotionally exhausting. We stay awake at night. It affects all of our emotions and even our physical bodies. And it's something we have to take to God and talk to God about and ask him specifically what we want him to do and that we trust We wait on him, we stay humble, and we say what David says in verse 3, say to my soul, I am your salvation, that we trust that God is our salvation, that he keeps us in his hands, that nothing comes to us that doesn't pass through his hands, and that he is our salvation, he is our protection, he is our restoration, he is our deliverer, he is our rescuer, and we're going to trust him with this situation. Trust that he is in control of all things. He knows the very hairs of our head. Nothing happens to us outside of his care, outside of his love. But we have to converse with him. We have to pray to him. We have to bring these things to him because this is what he wants us to do. And I think Psalm 35 is an example of that. So let's take some key passages here, verses out of Psalm 35, and let's meditate on how we bring our situations that somebody is devising our destruction, devising harm against us, bringing evil against us, how we take that to God in prayer. Rather than being people who respond with evil back, we're taking it to God. We're bringing our concern to him. We're casting all of our cares on him because he cares about what we care about. He is burdened by what we are burdened by. And so we're casting them our concerns, our burdens unto God. And we're doing that through Scripture. And Psalm 35 is a great way to do that when it comes to situations in our lives where people are bringing harm to us, want to bring harm to us, and how do we handle that with God? So let's pray. Oh God, oh Lord, Yahweh, the I am, you are the I am. And I know it's true that you are my Father, that Jesus says, knows 
the hairs of my head, nothing happens to me that is not something you care about, are concerned about, are with me in, experiencing with me what I am experiencing, and you are burdened by what burdens me. You care about what I care about. And so I come before you as my Father in heaven, not as some distant God far away, but as the I am who is right now in the present tense with me. You are presently in my tension. You are present tense in my present tense, always in my presence, always present with me 100%, focused on me without being any less focused or any less present anywhere else because you are infinite. You are the infinite God, and so you are here with me right now. And you know, you know those who are against me. You know how they are devising evil against me, whether they are spiritual forces that I can't see or whether they are human beings that are against me that are gossiping about me or trying to bring destruction in some way against me. Financially, at work, socially, relationally, physically, You know, and I ask God that you would contend with those who contend with me, that you would fight against those who fight against me, that you would protect me, that you would guard me with your angel, and that you would drive them away as shaft before the wind, that you would dissipate all of their plans to nothing, that you would not allow their plans to succeed that you would not allow them to be successful, that you would turn them back and that their evil that they devise against me would fall apart, would dissipate, would be driven to nothing, and that you would turn them back by your presence, by your Holy Spirit, by your holy angels. I ask that you would fight against those who are trying to bring me harm and trying to bring me evil and want to fight against me, those malicious witnesses that rise up or those who want to damage my reputation, damage my respect in people's eyes, damage my honor. They speak against me. They want to inspire others to speak against me. I pray that you, Lord, would fight against them. I pray that you would stop them. I pray that you would bring their plans to nothing. I pray that you would cause people not to believe their words. I pray that you would give me favor in people's eyes, that you would give me respect in people's minds and hearts and eyes, that you would help my reputation be one that allows me to have an impact for good on people. Lord, if there is a way I have sinned against others that I need to own, that I need to see, that I need to take ownership of and take responsibility for. I pray that you would show that to me. Is there sin in my life that is causing this conflict, that is causing people to contend with me, to be against me? Is there something I need to go back and ask for forgiveness and own and admit and say I'm sorry and ask for forgiveness? I pray that you would show me. Is there a way that I'm adding to the conflict? Is there a way that my pride is causing people to be against me, that I need to humble myself and love people and be for them and care about them? I want to do, as David says in this psalm, that when they are afflicted, that I would care and that I would 
be their friend and their brother and serve them and grieve over what they grieve for, that I would have that mindset of weeping with those who weep and caring about what they care about and that they would see me as a friend. Lord, show me where I need to be more like Jesus in these relationships and in these conflicts, but I pray beyond that that you would turn away their evil schemes, that you would help me have relationships of peace, relationships of love. Give me favor in their eyes, their minds, their hearts. Give us peace in our relationship. Turn them back from their desire for harm, their words of deceit, their plans that are malicious. I pray that you would thwart them, defeat them, bring them to nothing. Lord, you are not far from me. You are near. You are near me right now, and you care. I pray that you would fight for me, Lord, my God and my Lord. You are my God. You are with me. You are my Lord. You are my King. You own me. You created me. I exist for you. I live for you. You say to my soul, you are my salvation, and you are my salvation. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let those be disappointed who rejoice at my calamity. I pray that you would turn them back. You are my salvation. You are present with me. You are near. You are my God. You are my Lord. You are the I am. And you fight against those who fight against me, who want to bring harm to me, who want to devise evil against me. I pray that you would protect me. I pray that you would bless me. I pray that you would give me wisdom and discernment how to respond, how to be, how to act. I pray that you would restore where there is brokenness and bring peace and love where there is hate. Bring humility where there is pride. Bring healing where there is destruction. Restore. Renew. And I place this, all of this, in your hands. You are my salvation. You are my God. You are my Lord. And I trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.